All right, folks, welcome back to Carolina Conservatives. We are Preachers with a Punch. I am Dr. Nathan Street. I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. Thank you for joining us. We have breaking news. Breaking today. news, breaking news. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Hallelujah. There has been 63 million plus children aborted since Roe versus Wade was uh, enacted and upheld by the old Supreme Court. And uh, here we are. That's right. And you know, Pastor, we've been addressing this for some time now over several podcasts about how the enemy, how Satan uh, is attacking our children. Not only is he has he been attacking our children, our born children, but yep. he's been attacking our children in the womb, literally, mm-hmm. literally causing a holocaust of children mm-hmm. through abortion. Absolutely. It's just amazing how many people we have sent to heaven uh, 63 million people amazing uh, it's just amazing and, and and we want to stress that roe versus wade may be overturned today which means what that means is that the left is going to go rampant yes they're out in the streets already no already. doubt mm-hmm. uh, they're screaming they're crying oh boo-hoo and uh we can't kill anymore and uh but by the way take away your gun so there can't be any more shootings but mm-hmm. anyway uh boo-hoo and then we're gonna set fire tonight uh in all the major cities that's what's gonna happen that's precedence already yep. been set yep. in uh, uh summer of 2020 and absolutely nothing was done about it right and there's not going to be anything done about this because it's it is uh, it is what the left wants they want people to destroy and loot and rob based on this because we've got to pay the price for overturning roe v wade oh chuck schumer has already i mean he went out weeks ago mm-hmm. and said if you sow the 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 wind, you're going to reap the whirlwind. That's right. Uh, barring a quote from Scripture, they always do that. Of when course, they, they do when they want to make a point. Mm-hmm. And folks, I also want to say this about abortion, particularly. And yes, you're exactly right. Just because Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned does not mean that abortion is going to be banned. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would say that there are probably even some pro-life groups out there who has made a lot of money off of, you know, being able to to fight abortion. That this is going to be, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult for them. But there'll be states like California and New York and Illinois and Massachusetts where abortion is going to be legal all the way up to the point of and maybe even after birth. Uh, so we, we've still got some fighting to do. But let's not you know, drown out that this is a major win. This is great that we have been able to finally turn over a law. Well, not really a law. It wasn't even a law. It was just a, a decision by nine people in black robes that even Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself said was a bad decision. Folks, this should have been left to the states to, to begin with, but every state should decide. It should be illegal to murder because that is exactly what this is. It is murder of unborn children. Absolutely. Let me read you what the quote wrote in its opinion. This is just a brief excerpt. And I quote, the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe and Casey are overruled, and the authority to regulate abortion is returned to the people and their elected representatives. There have been two blows in the last 24 to 48 hours uh, from the Supreme Court 
to the left. Yes. One was about the concealed carry law in uh, New, New York. York that was deemed unconstitutional uh, next to the Second Amendment, where it says that your rights to bear arms cannot be infringed upon. Mm-hmm. The left hates that Constitution. Oh, yes, they it do. It just stands in the way of everything. Yes. And uh, they'll they'll point out that the Constitution is not absolute. Well, if you ask them, nothing is absolute. Ab- no, there's, there's no such thing as absolute. And so when all the, relative. Yeah, when the Supreme Supreme Court actually rule based completely on the Constitution. They cannot stand it. Yeah. Let's not let's not uh, roll roll over the juxtaposition of both of those. By the way, so in one with the with the gun law, the Supreme Court says the states do not have the right to take your your guns and does not have a right to regulate your guns. Well, the left saw it on CNN, saw it on MSNBC. They all come out, the sky's falling, you know, the horrible things. The world is ending because the Supreme Court says, you know, they start screaming, well, we have states' rights, states' rights. We have states' rights to decide what we want to do with guns. Then the Supreme Court says, it's states' rights to do abortion. And then the left goes out and says, states' rights are bad. States' rights are bad. As yeah. the simultaneously saying states' rights are good for guns. Folks, these people are just lunatics. Yeah, they want everything federalized. They want the, uh, every decision federalized because they want to take it out of the hands of the people. They want to be able to control. Um let me say this about the abortion ruling. Justice Samuel Alito authored the majority opinion, was joined by Justices Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas, and John Roberts. Believe. Wow. Wow. Surprise, surprise. And this is what Alito wrote. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Yes. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak. And the decision has had damaging consequences. And far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened division. He's correct. He's absolutely right, folks. It is important to say this, that this is a big victory, that a national sin for decades now is coming to an end, that we are going to be able to begin to deal with this national sin, and that we can begin to hopefully create a generation where abortion, where they'll look back and say, I can't believe that we actually allowed in this country babies to be slaughtered in the womb all the way up to the point of them coming out of the womb folks it is it is immoral it is amoral it is it is unbelievably sinful to have taken these lives and it goes all the way back to scripture folks things are not new there is nothing new under the sun as ecclesiastes would say that this is something that's been going on for years we mentioned it before that child sacrifice to moloch has been going was occurred back in the ancient hebrew times and what they would do is they would literally either put the child into the idol's hands that were hot or they would put the child into the belly of the idol where there was fire now there is a, there is a definite connection there 
where you put the baby into the belly of the idol where there's fire and you are ripping a baby out of the midsection, out of the belly of the woman. Folks, the spirit of Moloch has been running rampant in this country for decades now, centuries even. And, it's, and now we have finally been able to put a black eye to the spirit of Moloch here. We're not done yet. We've got to keep pushing back, and we've got to run him out of town. Yes, and Christians, let me t- let me say this as a pastor. Sunday morning, our churches should be full. Yes. Our churches should be full for several reasons. Number one, we should thank God what's happened. And uh, we've been praying that this would happen. Secondly, we need to be in church. We need to be among other believers, and we need to collectively pray and ask God to forgive us of our national sin. Amen. We can finally bring closure to it on a national level. So, yes, there is time to claim victory and to give God the glory. Give for that God glory. Amen. And ask his forgiveness for it. But then I want to move that what this does, it does not outlaw abortion. It pushes it back to the states for the states to make a decision, which means the state legislature is now responsible for formulating a bill, which is to be law, uh, prohibiting abortion or mm-hmm. accepting abortions. You know what blue states are going to do? They're just going to have uh, they're going to open have open season on babies. Mm-hmm. So here's what has to happen. And I'm calling you out, North Carolina legislature, Yes, because you have known since this leak in February that this was coming down the pike. Not one of you that I know of, and I'll stand to be corrected, but I've researched and not one of you has introduced a trigger bill or anything to start the conversation rolling. But yes, you have introduced the blessed old medical marijuana. Yes, you have introduced gambling and uh, such as that in the short session, but you've sat there twiddling your thumbs, avoiding the issue. And I'm talking to you, Tim Moore. I'm talking to you, Dave Craven. I'm talking to you, Wayne Sasser. I'm talking to all of you. Phil Berger. Those are my representatives. Yes. I'm talking to you. I have yet to see any one of you introduce such a bill. Now is your time. You have no choice now. Yes. You have to. Yes. You have to go on record. Why have we been focusing in this state on gambling and medical marijuana when we have an opportunity now to deal with abortion? It should it should have rolled out by now. It should be already on the floor of the legislature. Our country literally is 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 crumbling from within. We're on fire. We're going to hell in a handbasket. And you're introducing marijuana, and you're introducing gambling, and you're just continuously focusing on things that will contribute, that can contribute. Now, on the record, medical marijuana, if it's in the pill form, fine. But listen to me, when you're just placing it out there for open discussion and everybody wants to grow their own pot and uh, have it legally, that's a problem. Now Mm -hmm. you're going to be on the road looking for drunk drivers and people that are high with drugs in addition to what whatever else we have to deal with. Yep. But the the point is we've got the country going hell in a handbasket and you're focused on things that don't matter. Vices, sins, 
You know, that's that's the most that to you that's the most important thing is making sins available yep. instead of trying to stop this a national sin trying to get a hold of it here in North Carolina and 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 you know and also the expansion of Medicaid they wanted to fo- focus on expanding Medicaid which they are wonderful Republican legislatures who have certainly shown their rhino stripes yeah are uh, just said okay let's just expand it and let's just spend more money instead of taking this on. I'm telling you something. I'm calling out right now all of our legislatures, our legislators, our Republicans in legislature right now. You need to get a bill on the floor immediately, and it needs to ban a total ban on abortion. Yes. Total ban. Now, for those ectopic pregnancies and things like that, you need to get a also a, a companion bill with it that changes the medical language. That where everything is coded as an abortion, even when it isn't. That does happen. It happens in this state. You need to get a bill to get the medical language changed, and you need to get a bill right now. To And we are calling for you to ban it outright, totally, under all circumstances that you ban abortion in North Carolina. I've talked to several of you, several of you on an, on uh, an anonymous basis. We've had that agreement, and I'm going to keep that and honor that. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, the ones that I have spoken to in the legislature and those going in have been nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. It's time to act. You need to act. We don't relish in victory. The Democrats, we need to learn one thing or two things from them. One, their tenacity. They never give up. Right. Two, they sue to blue. And number three, they never rejoice in their victories that long. That's right. They keep on going. They keep on chipping away. And you need to do that. Quit working with them. Quit sitting down and smoking the peace pipe. And get in there and do your job. That's exactly right. We elected you because you said that you were going to have conservative principles, because you said that you would fight against this stuff. That's why we the people elected you. So you better get out there and start doing the job of we the people instead of trying to play footsie with the left and trying to get along to go along to get along with the left. We don't care about go along to get along. You cannot compromise with people who are hell-bent on destroying this nation and who want to see the Constitution completely ripped up and thrown away. You can't compromise with the enemy. They are enemies of the people, and you have got to do something about it, and you've got to get laws that are going to enforce the Constitution. Absolutely. Politics as usual, we don't have time for that anymore. No. We don't have time to wait for the next election. We don't have time for the good old boy network. We don't have time for any of that. We've got people who are wanting to kill our nation, steal, and destroy everything, and you're over there sucking on your brandy and sucking on your cigars and saying, well, we can't wait till 24, can't wait till 26, can't wait till 28. No, we can't wait, period. That's right. We've got to be vigilant and we must be on task. You don't have another place on the globe to go. This is the only place freedom exists anymore called the United States of America. You don't have another state called North Carolina. You either have to preserve it, stand for it, or lose it. That's right. And we're not looking for compromise here, folks. We are not, And I know that compromise sometimes is, is thrown around as a good thing. It is not in this instance. And we are not looking for you to compromise with the leftist loonies that are in Raleigh. We do not want to see that. 
We we do not want to see compromise with Josh Stein. We don't want to see it with Roy Cooper. We don't want to see you playing footsie and holding and going to Carolina basketball games, Tim Moore, and, and getting in bed with Roy Cooper. We don't want to see that anymore. We want to see you stand up and be a Republican, be a conservative, and take back the controls. But you're supposed to hold the purse strings, Tim Moore, as the Speaker of the House. The House is supposed to be the ones who fund. You should be doing that. You should be controlling. You should be going to the governor and saying, we're going to do this and you're going to get on board with it, period. And if he doesn't, then you're going to keep pushing it through until it does get, get on board. So, folks, and Phil Berger, you're not exempt from this either. It's time for you to stand up and be what you have claimed to be all this time. And if you can't do it, get out of the way and let somebody who is willing to go in and stand on his or her principles and bring this state to where it needs to be. Because I tell you what, won't be long. We're going to have us a Governor Mark Robinson, I do believe, and I believe that he's going to be looking for us, this state, to be the conservative bastion of the United States of America, and I can't wait. And Tim Moore and Phil Berger, if you're not willing to work with that, it, your time's up, buddy. It's time for you to say sayonara. I'm going to address something else since you brought that up. And I know the main topic today is Roe v. Wade, but that just opens up a plethora of, of uh, leadership issues and the call for leadership because we, we have got to have bold leadership today like we've never had it before. Amen. We have to have it. We cannot go along to get along anymore. We've lost too much ground. Yes. Fox 8 in uh, High Point did a story online about uh, the suggestion, which I think comes from the undercurrent of mm -hmm. GOP, mm -hmm. some sort, I'm not putting a name with that, some sort of establishment. And this may hurt me in the future days, but nevertheless, I'm going to face it head on. The call of the article was that Mark Robinson would be too controversial as a governor and the suggestion was that he go to Congress. Now, let me say for the, from the very onset, I'm friends, very good friends with Mark Robinson, our lieutenant governor. I have not conferred with him about this. I do not pretend to have his opinion or say anything from his lips. These right. are totally my opinions. But let me say this. The article was to say that he would be best suited in Congress serving of the district of Greensboro in 2024 in the election. And someone like Tom Tillis or, and they, they named him, Dale Falwell, the current, uh, the current uh, North Carolina state treasurer, could be governor. They're less controversial. Let me say something. There... Uh, and I have not talked to Mark Robinson about this, but I do believe, according to what he has said, that he is running for governor. I want him as governor. Yes. We, the people, want him as governor. Yes. We do not want to bury his voice in a body of 435 plus the 100 senators, 535 
in Washington to be buried and only be one vote. We want him as governor. We don't want do-nothing Tom Tillis, who just jumped on board and desecrated chip by chip the Second Amendment with Burr and 14 others of the Republicans in the Senate. Tom Tillis, we don't want you. You're done after this. Go home and retire. Amen. Listen to me. We don't want an accountant either. Dale Falwell, I understand that you've done an excellent job in that role. We do not need an accountant counting in the governor's chair. We need leadership. Amen. We need someone to stand and be counted. We need a voice. We need leadership. We need someone to stand and tell us the truth. We need someone to stand up against abortion. We need someone to stand up in the place of leadership who has lived in poverty and has been blessed by the American dream. Amen. We do not need someone to continue on in a role of go along, get along, backroom deals and just have a handshake and a nod and get up and tell us how bad things are and can be. Yep. We're done with that. Yes. We want leadership and we want the person we want to choose and that we hope will be, and I say we hope, it's nothing to do with you. It's all depending on whether he chooses to run. He has yet to formally announce, but I'm 99% sure he will, and that is Mark Robinson. Amen. We need him in the governor's chair. So stop the narrative. I know what that article was for. It yep. was to establish a narrative to begin talking of how wonderful it would be to put this controversial figure up there next to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who absolutely has no power. Right. Oh. I, I mean, it's it's that's what it comes down to. I mean, that they, that is exactly what they want. They want to send him to Washington to Washingtonize him. Yeah. So that you know, because everybody that goes to that swamp changes. Absolutely. You know, they they talk a big game when they're here in the state or they're in our district, and yeah. then they go up there and they get with the lobbyists and they get with the rhinos, and the, this is just not how we do it around here. He's old too boy. much like Trump. We can't have him. He's too controversial. Right. He needs to go off to school in Washington. He's real. He came from us. He did not come from the Washington elite. He didn't come from the Raleigh elite and the and the political the political parties. He yeah. came from we the people. And it's time we had citizen servants once again who were willing to go just like him, willing to take the hits for us, yeah. willing to take the punches, and willing to punch back. And folks, I'm telling you, this is exactly that's exactly what we need. And yeah, I'm going to say it too, Burr, Richard Burr. Tom Tillis, you're disgusting. We are sick of you. We're glad you're going to be gone, Burr. You and you take your take your money that you allegedly got from from all of your dealings with the stock market. Why don't you go and live on that for a little while? And Tom Tillis, if somebody's out there watching, I pray somebody will take on Tom Tillis, who is willing to call him out for his panty wasted, lily livered stupid ideas. No, we don't want you in North Carolina. We're done with you. Why don't you tell us what you really think? Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> all right. I think you see, folks, we need leadership. we got to yep. have it. Otherwise, we're going down the tube. Well, thank God for Justice Alito, Justice Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, and okay, 
John Roberts in this instance because he's just a he's just a middle player, you know. He, he whatever is is the is the best for the moment, you know. But thank God he did the right thing here. Thank God for these people who are willing to stand up for what is right, mm-hmm. no matter even when there were calls. And while they're while these people are protesting at their homes and threatening their lives. A man came to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh. They've been marching outside these people's homes and threatening their families, but they didn't give in. They still brought down Roe v. Wade. Thank God for those people. And let me tell you, I'm not a prophet nor a son of a prophet, but this is you're going to see two outcomes in this in the next few months. You're going to see Democrats come out and want to pack the court. Because mm, yep. they can't, they they say the court is too conservative, and this is the biggest blow. This and the New York ruling is the biggest uh, on the guns is the biggest blow to them. This yep. is completely dismantling them. It, they're ha- they're on reset right now. They don't know where to go, so they're just going to start lashing out at everybody. So their remedy is going to be pack the court. Mm-hmm. Congress can do that, unfortunately, but uh, nevertheless, second thing you're going to see. You're going to see a renewed push for federalizing the elections. Mm-hmm. I say that because these, this Supreme Court, three of these members were nominated by President Trump. Yes, President Trump was never supposed to be elected. Mm-hmm. Um, the dossier that was proven oh. to be paid for by uh, Clinton, yep. Hillary Clinton. Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, it's all been about Russia, 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 um, which proved to be that Russia did not interfere. Wow, the, poli- the, the people of the United States voted, mm. actually voted Donald Trump in. Mm-hmm. But yet uh, we're supposed to believe that Grandpa got in with no help. Yeah, but nevertheless, right. um, you're going to see them say, well, we need to federalize elections because elections have consequences. And Donald Trump was elected. He's the reason why we have these three conservatives on the court. This is how their mind thinks and so if we federalize the elections take it from the states which the constitution wholly gives it to that's right takes it from the states and we're in charge the person who counts the votes controls the election Mm -hmm. so that's what you're going to see you're going to see a renewed focus on packing the court you're going to see a renewed focus on federalizing the elections and whatever else they can come up with you know that's that's what stalin said it isn't. It isn't the people that the votes that matters. It's the people counting the votes that matters. Exactly. Stalin said that the man who killed, killed fifty million of his own people. Yep. Folks that and who is lionized and idolized by the left. You know. So because you know he he's he was a communist and he's socialist. You know. AOC loves him. Yep. So folks, th- that's exactly what's going to happen. They're already have been laying the groundwork. I just saw it just yesterday on CNN where they were calling this a radicalized court, where they are calling this a court that is out of step with America. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, it is coming. They're going to try to do a coup. They're going to try a hostile takeover of the United States government through the Supreme Court. And I'll say this, too. The Supreme Court is an equal branch of the government Mm -hmm. why we have given so much power to the supreme court is beyond me in reality the branch of the government that should be the most powerful is our congress 
particularly the House, because they're closest to us in representation. Yep. But they are all three co-equal branches of the government. One is not more powerful than the other. And we need to be be remembering of that and not allow any of our of these uh, these different branches to usurp the authorities of the others. Absolutely, but that's what you're going to have. Now, we're coming close uh, a time that we have to draw to a close. Let's go back to Roe versus Wade just for a moment. We called on our state legislators to get busy and do that. Um, I've been po- formulating a letter and um, getting pastors to sign on. We'll be sending that to our legislators very, very soon of setting the standard and what we want to do t- mm-hmm. to have a trigger law. Well, now you can say you want a law because something needs to be done. Right. Now, at least 13 Republican-led states have already passed trigger laws in the event that Roe has been taken down by the court. Now, I want to point out that Georgia, Iowa, Ohio, and South Carolina all have laws banning abortions after the six-week mark. I would dare say that Texas and probably Oklahoma has the strongest yeah. that I've seen, the Heartbeat Act that they call, mm-hmm. has, has been the strongest. And I think that should be the mirror mm-hmm. that uh, we should uh, use in our state. But definitely, as I spoke with the lieutenant governor a couple of weeks ago about this, this conversation, he said, needs to be started. Now, yes. and so uh, it needs—it's past time. So let's act. Let's act now, folks. And you need to call your legislators right now. Even if you've got a Democrat legislator, yeah, a legislator, call him or her and tell them him or her that you want to see action done on abortion now. That you and you expect him or her to vote for these trigger laws immediately doesn't matter if it's a democrat you tell them because they still represent you and they should listen to you yeah and and the very fact that they don't listen and they just seem to either follow special interests that fund them or they just don't listen to us at all that'll be the one thing that drives me into politics one day <laughs> yeah. well yeah it's it is coming down to it that folks we need people we need regular citizens we need yeah. pastors who are willing to go out and to run for these offices because pastors good bold pastors who are not afraid to speak the truth now some of you pastors out there who are <laughs> You, you Joel Osteen types, who you'd rather just have, you'd rather just have motivational speeches on Sunday morning. You're doing the body of Christ no good, and you certainly wouldn't do the body politic any good either. So why don't you just stay home and just keep, keep petting your tiptoeing through the tulips and petting your people on the head, and let real lions, real pastors who aren't afraid to call out the lions, the other lions, to get them to moving. Let them come out and let them run for office. The rest of you. You know, just go off and and twiddle your thumbs or something. Don't you think I could be Joel Osteen? I don't know. Mm. I mean, I've got the hair for it. (laughs) Hey, we're coming to a close. It's been a joy to be with you. And this is a monumental day. Yes. Um, Roe versus Wade being overturned by the United States Supreme Court has been a blemish. Uh, the very act, the very opinion, uh, original opinion, has been a blemish on this nation. Yes. And I have no idea how God's going to react to us. But uh, I can tell you now, we could start right now by pleading with him and asking forgiveness of our national sins, and we should do that. Yes, amen. And this is a monumental day. 
Let's thank the Lord, folks. Let's thank him for being so good to have turned this over. This is an answer to prayer. Many prayers that have gone up for God to turn this thing around, and we're starting to get some traction now yeah. with this. But it's the start. We've got a long way to go. We really appreciate you joining us here at Carolina Conservatives Preachers with a Punch. We want you to join with us. Help us. Take us by the hand. And let's go together and fight for our state. Fight for our nation. Fight for our communities. Fight for our families and our children. That's what we're doing here. We want you to join with us. I'm Dr. Nathan Street. And I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. In our next broadcast, podcast, whatever you want to call it, we're going to have more excerpts from more books, and we're going to burn the bridges all down long time. Can't wait it. Can't all wait. right. All right. I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. God bless you. God bless.